Family Room Podcast, episode 61. 61. We back. It's been a minute. We back. I'm Mike Rohn. Jesse Williams. Like I said, we back, man. It's been a minute. We've been gone for various reasons. Niggas was out of town, uh, working, busy, couldn't get here, quarantining, and some old stuff. But we finally back. We finally back for episode 61. How you feeling, Brody? Oh, I'm good, man. Can't complain. I'm on top of the world, not in the world, you mean? I feel... <laughs> I never heard that one. What you been up to, bro? What you been Just up to? Chilling. I, you know what I mean? Went back to work. A lot of the uh, nations opening up, or at least California, at least. So, you know what I mean? Went back to work. Mm-hmm. So, that's about it. What about you, though? Uh, I've been good, man. Battling a toothache and a headache. You know, I got these, these stress headaches. And then a mm-hmm. toothache that's been... Just adding to everything. But I finally went to the dentist. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I finally went to the dentist yesterday or Tuesday. One of the two. Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, But even still, like, it didn't. They just did a, a x-rays and, and an exam. And that was it. Mm. They didn't give me no. I, I had to, like, ask them, like, yo, what do I do about the pain? And they had to send my prescription over to Kaiser for me to pick it up. And then when I got to Kaiser, it they wasn't even... They hadn't even called yet. I had to call them like, yo, I'm here at Kaiser and I need that. Like, I'm in pain, bro. Other than oh, that, that professional. other than that, I've been good. Oh, um, I, intervie- I interviewed this uh, this uh, local rapper named J.A. Young Wealth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I interviewed him. Yeah, that came out today, actually. We're recording on a, on a Thursday. This will come out uh, tomorrow on a Friday on Family Room Friday. Family Room Fridays is back. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, so I interviewed him, what, on, on Monday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I came out today. So Okay. Yeah. That was dope. Check out the, the Flix Media Network YouTube channel for that, man. <coughs> let's go ahead and take this, bro. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. I got the Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Got to do it for the Laker gang. You already know. You me? Speaking of Laker gang, saw that game last night. Yeah. The, I, I missed it. Seen the highlights, though. Feel you know what I mean? Smacked him. Smacked him. Smacked him. I uh I I left out. I mean I watched the game, uh the whole game, but after probably about midway through the third, mm-hmm. I was getting up, moving around, playing with the kids. Like up until that point, kids leave me alone, glued in, watching the game. You know what I'm saying? After after that, I was like, all right, we got this one. I'm got up messing with the kids. Went went and made some food. You know what I'm saying? But I was still watching. I was like, "Oh, they about to come." They didn't. They didn't come back, but they made a nice little run. We didn't finish the game strong, but uh, Lakers took game one. Uh, so yeah, this will come out on a Friday. So yeah, the, the Lakers will be playing tonight. Lakers will be playing tonight. Game two. I got. I got Lakers in game two by uh, by by a good fifteen points for sure. Double digits, but I got them by a good fifteen, 15. to seventeen points. Anybody yeah, no. that anybody that wants to bet, we can bet. I'm I'm giving it to Lakers, but I'm gonna make it an under ten game. You think it's gonna I'm be a, under ten? I'm gonna take the under ten bid. If 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 Miami has a game to give them a fight in, it's gonna have to be game two. I think it has they to be game steamroll three and four. I think it has to be game three because you can't go down three zero. Because once you go down three zero, it's over. You're not gonna win four in a row. You can't go down two zero. Yeah, but 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 that game three being down two zero already, game three is a must win. So yeah. I think if there's a game they're gonna win, it's gonna be game three, and I think that's when LeBron and AD are gonna come like fam. Y'all not winning this one either. So I, I do think we're gonna. They sweep shouldn't them. win none of them. I do think we're gonna sweep them, but tonight, game two, I got the Lakers. Yeah, 
Roxy said, I'm part of the family. Right. I, just, I just want y'all to see me real quick. Oh! She ain't gonna touch this. Smooth. My bad. Mm. <laughs> she did it on purpose. But hey, man. I don't... Tyler Hero, he gotta show me something. What you mean? I felt like Paul Pierce was hating on... Did you see what Paul Pierce said? Uh-uh. Um... Because huh? Jay, Jay Williams caught Jay Williams gave him the nickname I get buckets or I'm a bucket or something uh-huh. like that, and Paul Pierce was like, Nah, man, he got to give me a bigger sample size. He was like, He is getting buckets right now. He was like, But he's doing it in the playoffs, in the bubble. Not there's no away crowd. He, the, you know what I'm saying? He's not. It's not normal circumstances. Wasn't he, and it's they, a small sample size. Weren't they doing work all season though? Tyler Hero, he was yeah, he played he played well. Uh, well, what's the name? None. The other rookie for the uh-huh. Heat was playing better than him. Oh also. yeah, he's one that started. Early. Right. Okay. But now Tyler Harrell's been playing well, and especially like he hit a big three down the stretch. Wasn't he the, averaging like thirty in the uh, playoffs though? He's balling. He's talking about that's the sample. He size. averaged twenty, and he and he broke thirty a couple oh, that's times. Duncan Robinson, that's at thirty. No, no, no. It was Tyler Harrell. Uh. Tyler Harrell broke thirty a couple times, but averaged twenty. Was uh. averaging twenty in the playoffs. Uh. Is averaging. It done come down now after game one. But that ain't never stopped nobody from. But getting, how do you, how do that you, ain't never stopped nobody from getting a nickname in the league, though. You don't. You don't agree with Paul Pierce. You think? You nah. Think, let us nickname. You think run. Tyler Harrell should have that nickname? Yeah. Right? yeah. What are you talking about, Jimmer for that? What are we calling these people? Look at these people that were bust. They have. They didn't get a nickname. They had nicknames. What was Jimmer for that's nickname? Uh, he was uh, what was his name? People just started saying like, "I got that Jimmer." People just started saying that, but he never had a nickname. That was just his actual name was Jimmer, which is uh, dope because he got a because uh, he got, got a Jimmy oh, okay. and his name is Jimmer. You know what I'm saying? Nah, no, you don't agree with Paul Pierce though. Nah, man, let that boy rock out. That I boy, he's give, he's giving these dudes buckets, bro. Him and Duncan Robinson being two twenty year olds out here playing against these grown men. Besides the look of the Boston team, because they all the same age, but then I mean, he putting in work. So how many? How many? Uh, I'm not mad at nobody getting no nickname. That nickname could give him fuel to keep him pushing on this wave. Of course, of course, you got the Lakers winning, but by how many games? Not by how many games. Like, what do you think? That's you think we're gonna four sweep one. them? Four, four one. one? Think yeah. that gentleman sweep mm-hmm. like we did everybody else? Mm-hmm. I think that we'll, one. That one game where everybody want to take it because nobody's trying to get hurt. This is, you know what I mean? They're gonna try and get back after this season. Go party, have fun, come get back to work. You're gonna take that. Take it. Have an easy game. I think we go sweep them, man. I want to. I think we go sweep them. I think we're going to get them up out of here, man. I think we're going to have a flute game. Keep the And see, I think a lot of this stuff that we're seeing on TV is reality TV. And I think they're going to find a way to stretch that game, stretch that series one game. And that, that's where my motive for giving them one game. I feel from. it. I've seen a few people say that. I'm not mad at that. That's it. That's my, that's the only one game I that I could give them. While we're talking about sports, what's your what's your dream sports scenario? Like whether it's like, no matter what sport it is, that's already happened. No, no, no. Just um, that if, if like a, you're like a dream sports scenario that you could live out. Whether oh, it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever, no matter the sport. Oh well, then I'm gonna have to go basketball championship game winner, bro. 
no t- give me like, the whole thing like where 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 are you hitting the game winner from oh okay well how, like I, boy, hey, how much okay, time got was you. left oh, I, got you. I got yeah. you I got you this is easy because this stems off of Kobe when he had the broken finger okay remember when he missed the the free throw line jumper with the finger and he was like dang I missed that because I wasn't used to taking a shot with my broken finger but he had the same shot I think it was against the Suns in overtime. Mm-hmm. And he came down, new one, right back to his bread and butter. That was against the Bucks. It was the Bucks. It was against Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. He missed it in overtime and then hit it. Hit it. Uh, he missed it in regulation and hit it. Hit it in oh, overtime in the elbow. Yeah. So he hit that mug, and so that's where I would pull up for a game. Mm-hmm. As soon as I released it, like three on my Derek Fisher mixed with the cold. Mm-hmm. Bing. That's it. No time left. Like this, the buzzer, the light around the. But what's the score night. though? What's the what's score? What's the score? We one by one. We so we, we only need it's night well so you're so you're down two, we're down you're, one, a two puts us up. Oh, See okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I don't. We don't need a three ball. Okay. You know what I mean? Because now you know what I mean everybody's gonna. That's when it gets real tough mm-hmm. when you don't have to get when you have to get the three ball. Your your percentage is even slimmer because nobody has to guard you inside the three point line. See what I'm saying? Now if the three ball is, and the two is open. You have to guard me from damn near half court to the buck. You see what I'm saying? So all of that is open. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling up at the elbow. <laughs> Nigga, however I got to get there, bro. It's funny you said, I was going to say my shot is from the elbow too because I'm, cause I'm money from the right elbow. Mm-hmm. From the right wing, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good too, but I want to say I'm money from three because I'm not. But from the right elbow, mm-hmm. I'm money. Yeah. So I say my, my dream scenario, I want to I catch it on the left side though. You have to rip across. Rip across. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And like, and like, I'd like a little hezzy at the at the three, at the top of the key, and then go to the elbow. Ah, inside foot plant. One two pull up, fade okay. away a little bit. Fade away a little bit. That's my dream right there. Yeah, Cash we, it out. I wanted to see that full court press. We down one. I feel it. We down one. I hit it at the buzzer. We win by one. I get my Kobe on. Yeah. Right there from the elbow. That's where I want it. So have you ever got, have you ever been able to hit a Kobe? Uh, signature move in the game versus like even if it's adult league or whatever like how he hit the um because remember in high school I was able to hit the uh the chest thing that was dope I never you know what I mean that. I never that was such a dope game yeah and I I, I don't want to say that but I was part of the reason you got you got you got you got up like that. that yeah I was no, part I of the reason I was part of the reason I remember I was telling I was telling Kenyatta who was the uh the other girl the the Mexican girl that played that played freshman basketball with Kenyatta. What is that orange one? I feel it. I feel it. But she dated Eric Eric So. But anyway, I remember she was sitting with us and everything. I was like, y'all got, hey, y'all got to get up. And I remember I told you, I was like, hey, yo, bro. I remember I went, <laughs> I remember I went over there and told you, I was like, hey, yo, bro, if you, next time you hit a shot, just point at Kenyatta. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the same game. And you was like, what? I was like, bro, just, just, just next time you it. hit a shot, just point at Kenyatta. They say, hit the shot, point it. Whole crowd went crazy. Wait, Everybody wait. going crazy down. I'm leading away. I'll never forget that. That was so I remember funny. what I did it like, Twice after that, mm-hmm. or one more time after that, I was like, "Oh, that's what we doing!" Oh man, mm-hmm. I'm pointing at everybody. <laughs> no, and I never told you this. I've never told you this. That's funny. The reason I did that is because you was already balling. Mm-hmm. You was already balling, but it was more like um, you were getting you were you were getting steals, and then going and getting layups on the fast break, and that's how y'all you was bringing y'all back. It wasn't like in the half court you was mixing mm-hmm. these, no, no. right? And so, and which is cool, which is that I'm was not, my game at that it, point. Exactly, that was my right? game. that's exactly what I was about to say. But I remember saying to Kenyatta, 
Cause she had a crush on you back then. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she listens or watches the podcast, but niggas know. But she had a crush on you back then. Um, and I, I'm, I said to her, I was like, I was like, imagine if Jesse hit a shot right now, and then while he was running down court, he, yeah, he pointed at you right now. She was like, oh my god, I'd be the loudest person in this gym right now. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. And that's why I went over there. I was like, okay, you gonna be the loudest person in here? Cause I'm already going crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I went over there and I knew it. And she had like, like I said, she had a uh, her homegirl sitting with her and the rest of the freshman basketball team. And that's when our rowdy crowd was going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, okay, we finna turn up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Up. That was so much fun. Yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> yeah. better than nothing better than when we walked in the sample squad over basketball. Oh my goodness! Now talk about feeling the floor shake. Yeah. Up underneath you. Yeah. I've never felt that coming out the tunnel. I didn't even make it to the court, and you know what I mean. I'm trying to be the first one out on the court. I'm trying to feel that whole experience every game. I got, I opened the doors. I heard everybody screaming, going crazy, and I froze. I was like, mm, "Now this is love," because we had people standing up on the sides. There was no seats for everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. There was no seats. That's mm-hmm. what was crazy. And I remember, I knew it was different because you and Steph. I mean. I, I was a competitor, but just, you know, just to keep it real, I didn't get burned like that in basketball. Like, mm-hmm. a few games, he was like, you know what, we need, like, I, I we need an athlete out there. So, he had put, put me out there, you know what I'm saying? I started two games, got spotty minutes, barely any minutes. A couple games, I got heavy minutes, but that was, like, maybe three games other mm-hmm. than the two games I started. You know what I'm saying? So, I didn't really get burned. Football, I did my thing. Basketball, I didn't really get no burn like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like. Yeah. I forgot why I went on that tangent. I didn't even go lie on. What, what was he, what was he saying before that? About how the crowd when he walked in the sun. Right. So you was always locked in. I was always locked in, but I didn't start and get heavy minutes like that. Mm-hmm. You and Steph was always a different level of locked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when we walked in the San Squad and they started going crazy, mm-hmm. I remember I was like, oh shit. And I was walking right behind you. And you turned around and looked at me and was like, nigga, do you hear that shit? Yes. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm not I'm not bugging. It's, no, di- it's no, different. That was here. different. It's different. That was, here. and it was louder than Hoover. Yeah, oh yeah. And Hoover was rocking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think because... I think because only because Hampton Squad was smaller. Hoover yeah. had the double-decker gym. Right, right. And we was and we were on the other side at Hoover. At mm-hmm. Sample Squad, we walked right past... True. We were sitting right in front of the noise. True. You know what I'm saying? True, true. Yeah, that was... That Hoover game was no joke, boy. Yeah. So this is a conversation me and Steph had um, on the way back um, from Mexico. We were driving to the airport to get on our plane to the States, to the States. And we were talking about Magic Johnson and Mitch Kupchak uh-huh. and how before Magic quit, Mitch Kupchak was walking around the offices and walking around the practices, like asking all the other employees, like, hey, yo, where Magic at? Mm-hmm. Hey, where Magic at? Mm-hmm. Where Magic at? Because oh, he knew he wasn't there, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like pointing everybody to the direction that Magic isn't this here. Is here. And he, you know a, what I'm saying? If you really think about it, he hasn't really been here. Right. Mm-hmm. And Magic needs to be showing up. Magic needs to be doing his job. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. I was saying to Steph, I was like, bro, that's not cool. He wasn't asking honest questions. Wrong. He wasn't asking people like, "Hey, yo, where's Magic?" He would. He didn't think Magic was in the building, and he, he just couldn't called. find him. He, he knew Magic yeah. wasn't there, mm-hmm. 
And he was trying to point everybody to the to the acknowledgement. Exactly. That, that hey, magic isn't there. And I'm like, that's not cool. It's not. And Steph was saying Because wasn't they boys at that time? I, no. And well, I, and work, I asked, they were work partners. Right. Right. And that's and Mitch worked for Magic, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, because Mitch got his job after Magic left. Um, and I was I was like, bro, that's not cool. And Steph was like, bro, like, I was like, bro, I would never do that. And Steph was saying he would do that. He was saying he. I was like, bro, I'm never gonna go to the boss and tell the boss that somebody's not at work or that somebody's not doing their job. Yeah. That's not my job to do. Whatever my job to do is, I'm gonna show up and do it to the best of my ability. Yeah. And whoever's not doing their job, it's the boss's job. And if they to, ask to me my opinion, I'm gonna give it. Mm-hmm. But until then, nah, I'm not gonna go out of like nah. Rob was going out of his way to point out. And like I said, and and I even told him in the car, like bro, and this is is the dude that was translating for us pretty much the whole weekend. He's driving. Lorenzo sitting shotgun. Steps at the window. I'm in the middle, and uh, Chris Williams is sitting at the other door, right? And we're having this. It's, it's only me and Steph talking for a good twenty minutes. Yeah. And you know how me and Steph's debates get. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just us talking, bro. <laughs> like, and I was saying to Steph, I was like, "Fam, I'm never doing that. I'm never finna just go and just volunteer some information." You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? He was like, and Steph was like, "I don't think it's some like, some." some moral or some stand-up thing to do. I was like, bro, I'm not going to say it's stand-up, but it's definitely moral. Yeah. I'm not going to just go and just tell on somebody. No. I'm never doing that. No. I'm never doing that. No. He was like, bro, even if it affects your job, even if them... I was like, bro, and I've been in that situation. And I was telling him, feel free to chime in whenever. You cut me, cut me off whenever. You know yeah, I can yeah. ramble. I was telling him, bro, I've been a preschool teacher. I've had teachers, like, I've been the, I've been the, the co-teacher and I've been the lead teacher in the room. Yeah. And I've had it on both sides to where one of my other teachers isn't showing up. And we got to keep a certain ratio. But like we were talking before the cameras turned on, no matter how many kids it is, I'm, I'm, I'm good at working yeah, with kids. I, I, can handle, I can handle it. Yeah, facts. And you know what I'm saying? It's not ideal, mm-hmm. but I can handle it. I was like, I'm not going to go and tell the boss, like, hey, yo, so-and-so didn't show didn't up to show work. work. And, and, I'm in here, and I'm in here with all these kids. No way. It's the boss's job to, to make up, the rounds and be like, hey, yo, where's fast. so-and-so? And then you ask me, I'm like, I and don't I told know. Him, and I told I him, I've even been in a situation to where I know where so-and-so is. <laughs> yeah, nah. Hey, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Facts. Say, like, how long you been in here by yourself? Like, oh, I don't know. I've just uh, been in here reading books. <laughs> I've just been, just been in here the, reading the, books. And everybody's just kids. quiet. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. You know what I'm saying? They probably went to the bathroom. I don't know. I'm not doing that. He was like, bro. If somebody is not doing their job, if they're not performing or not showing up, and it's making my job so, harder, nah, Steph, he said. He Steph's said if it's making that, his job though. harder, he's telling them. If it's okay, if it's making his job harder. In full okay. disclosure, I told him I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. Full disclosure. Yeah, not for you. But if it's making his job harder, now that's where see where you're coming from. You can handle these group of kids. This person being gone isn't affecting your job or anything. Him being gone is affecting his job. Then he, but I'm not. I'm never gonna go out of my way. You see what I'm saying? I'm still gonna wait for my boss to come up and talk to me. And be like, hey, where? Well, have you seen such and such? I haven't seen him in a while. And I'm like, no, I haven't seen him either. And while we're talking about it, I have this, this, and this because we both haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever happens after that, I get a promotion after that. Then so be it. But he already knew. You wasn't around. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But nah, I can't, I'm not finna go up to the. Hey, he ain't he ain't here and he ain't been here. Nah, nah. He's supposed to be doing his job. You know what I mean? And if everybody's doing their job, then it's gonna work right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And even if it makes my job harder in the moment, in the moment, I'm gonna be tight at I'm gonna be tight at whoever's not showing up, mm-hmm. or whoever yeah. keeps showing up late, yeah. or whoever's just on the job and not doing their job. I'm gonna be tight, but yeah. never will I ever yeah. go and talk to the boss or the manager or the owner or the CEO. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like, like nobody asking me hella questions. I don't, I told my wife this. Man, you better come back a couple minutes later if you got a bunch of questions to ask me like that, man. Yeah, because I just don't like. I don't know. I just feel some type of way. Like I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm weird and I got my own like. No, don't nobody tr- like to be interrogated. Issues, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, he space them out. Ask me differently or what? But you come mm-hmm. up here with 21 questions. I'm not 50 cent. Miss me with that? Like, nah. This is nah. And no, see, thank you. And see for like. That sounds a way. Like if you, if you, nope, we not even go go there. We not even go go there. Nope. Yeah, um, I, just, I just don't like the super interrogation though. I don't and know that, why I wrote this down. And I wanted to talk about it, but I forgot why. I wrote down tone matters when speaking to people, and I put down how do you know or how do you know, like capital Y O U on the U, like mm-hmm. how do you know when talking to people, like how do you um. How do you perceive tone when you're talking to people, either face to face or over text? Um, with tone, tone is very um, situational with me because I have to know and have a certain relationship with you for you to use your tone of voice at a certain octave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus text or face to face. We have to have a certain type of understanding for us to get loud. Like the way I talk with Lee. I, I won't talk to you that way. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I won't talk to nobody else that way but him because mm-hmm. that's how we get along. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I let his verbiage get a certain way that I know you wouldn't talk to me that way. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, if you talk to me up like that way, I'm like, hey, my, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You, you really came out of left field. You ain't never came out of left field like that. You know what I mean? But so that is real situational with me. But text messaging is iffy and super spotty. I actually don't like having serious conversations like that over text and see you know what Triz that's what I love about one of the things I love about you bro like everything is situational and everything is case by case with you nothing is a blanket thing with you there's certain things that like bro you're not gonna say you're not gonna call me that not gonna say that to me. There's like every every man has a you know what I mean? Has a line. Has certain yeah. things. And not even just a line. Every man for sure has a line, but every man has certain things that's like, come on, fam, like I'm still a, I'm a man. Like mm-hmm. I'm super chill, but I'm a man. Like, come mm-hmm. on, bro. You know what I'm saying? But with you, everything is is like case by case. And like you said, I feel like more I feel like more most people, more people should be that way. Because yeah, it's like everybody's different, like everybody's feelings are affected differently. Right, and, and everybody perceives just, everything different. And everybody's intentions and everybody's mannerisms are different. Mm-hmm. Like 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 you said, the way the way you and LaShawn talk to each other, mm-hmm. that's it that's just harmless. That's that's like your best friend. It's harmless. That's just how y'all talk. But if 
anybody else but said those exactly, same because, exact because words. you know he doesn't mean anything malicious Fact. but if somebody else said those things to you it would mean something yeah, different for sure you know what i'm saying and sure. and i and i'm not mad at anybody for having these these set lines that it's like i don't care who you are you're not gonna say that to me you're not gonna talk to me like that mm. but i feel like a lot of things would go over smoother and a lot of things would just flat out be better if everybody had that kind of discretion Under, yeah. which is a, v- a very difficult thing to ask for sure and you i take it the way i've got it because i grew up in a house with just females mm-hmm. three four four different females that i had to handle and treat differently mm-hmm. or i would just be <laughs> in a bad position yeah, like you know it. what i mean if anybody's been in that position with that many females at one time it's just tough but. and it's and you know it's funny it's the complete opposite for me because growing up for me having an older brother and a younger brother and then a dad of course my mom was in the house as well um but it was my mom was the only woman in the house and she wasn't my woman to consider and to take care of like that mm-hmm. i don't know if that sounds crazy no not at all your dad's there everybody everybody knows i'm a mama's boy i consider all growing up i considered my mom before anything else and before everything else but it's, it's different when, of course, it's your mom. The, the age gap is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Well, for me and my mom, it is. And then, um, like I said, it's not my woman to take care of and to consider. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't have a sister in the house to where we're the same age. And I can see how um, the things that I need differ from the things that you need mm-hmm. on a day-by-day yep. uh, uh uh, basis yeah. on a day by day basis. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying. So it's like get, getting married and and being in the house with a woman every day. Of course, I knew like oh, keep the toilet seat down. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Like I spent I spent <laughs> I spent almost every summer with my aunt Mel. You know how she yeah. did it up. She like At my time know when I be having friends over because the toilet seat be up. <laughs> She'd be like, who'd you have over here? <laughs> like, like I told you a bear. Who'd you have in the bed? I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. She was like, what? I feel it. And see, for, and see, for me, my wife, she um, she had a bunch of boy cousins that she lived in the same house with for years at a time and was always around even if she didn't live with. And so for her, living with boys was, was nothing. And then also it's different. Uh-huh. Like when you a girl, for me, when you a female, there's not a bunch of considerations that you need to make when you start living with a man. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't know, obviously. Yeah, but the, other than like, if you know he needs his space every day, mm-hmm. if you know he needs this time carved out every day to play his video games, if you know every day at six he's going to twenty four to play basketball, and that's just things that you kind of got to schedule, and you know for those three hours you're going to be dolo. But that's a lot not of that like, stuff you would know before you moved in with him, right? And even and, and like and, and that's for girls. I see what you're saying for girls. Moving in with the guy, so because if I moved in with like when we moved in, it was a lot more compromising on my end that I had to do versus that she would have to do. Yes, yes, for sure. I totally agree. Absolutely, and I think, and I think, and like, and like the kind of the point I was getting to was, for me, like I said, not having any women in the house other than my mom was like I never lived with girls before. And then do that, and then go from my my little brother is only three years younger than me, so it's not like I was a teenager and then my mom had a baby and I and I know what it's like to have a baby in the house. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I feel you. When he was a baby, I was three. Yeah, he was a baby too. I, re- I remember when he first came around, to be honest. Like, my memory is just weird like that. Yeah. I remember living in L.A. And I, I only, I've been in San Diego since I was five. I remember getting on the trolley in Long Beach. I remember all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't remember. I remember seeing a baby. But I don't remember what it felt like Did you to, hold to have a baby crying in the middle of the night. Oh, not or what it was like. Or seeing my mom's face like while she was like. Like dead ass tired Trying to get a baby To fall asleep I don't know what None of that is like You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying So to go from Not living with a woman Ever To doing that And then getting used to that And now like Having babies in the house It's a That was a, that was a bunch of adjustments I had or not, not I don't want to say Yeah slight adjustments The adjustments wasn't crazy But just Getting used to it Just like yeah. the Adapting Adapting I don't want to say The consideration But just like you said Just adapting It's, adapting, it's yeah. just a change That's all mm-hmm. Just a change and I welcome change. I'm somebody that welcomes change. I like change. Yeah. I honestly, I do welcome. I like change. To a certain extent, I do too. I like to rearrange my bedroom. I like to move the couch around and see what see what a different living room setup. Like I like change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that those were changes that it was like, whoa, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. You know I hear. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of change like that, but because I'm a big creature of habits, my habits I like to stay concrete in and do every day. Other than that, you know what I mean? I like to go with the flow of the people I'm around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's cool. I feel it. Where would, like, name me a time where... <laughs> name me a time where you absolutely was like, bro, I'm not going with this flow. Like, I'm all down for going with the flow, but this, I can't... I, I gotta be away from this. When I couldn't go with the flow? Yeah. Uh, Got me right there. I was about to say, I'm sitting here trying to think. I don't think I have one of those either. That's what I'm saying, because I mean, it, like, nah. Because every time I didn't go with the flow, I never was in a situation where, like, the flow was already going. Like, I've had people make proposals to me, and I was like, no, that's not even smart. I'm not doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, anything that I did, I actually had to think, like, would I do this by myself? And if I could say I did this by myself, then I was willing to do it with someone else. Mm-hmm. Granted, that person is trustworthy. Type of thing. I feel it. Yeah. For now, like I've been, I've been in situations where I've had to abort missions, though. Like, like what? Like, all right. So I mean, in the past, you know, I mean, I've had a different days growing up. So we was in, um, we was on a, um, a beer run. You know what I mean? We was in a situation. We was at a party, and I was actually helped moving, helping the family move. All day. Mm-hmm. So, I was out there working. You know what I mean? Not eating. So, we get out to the party and I'm like, dang, I'm hungry. And they talk about going to get some alcohol. I'm like, oh, I'll ride with you. Just pull up to this Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me and one of the other homies was with me. Shout out to the homie. Um, but, yeah, we was uh, driving along. And then now we in the store doing a beer run. And I just get the vibe like, hold on. Something ain't right up in here. Like. All of a sudden, the speakers from the store start coming on and turning off. Like, they got codes and stuff. Like, bloop, 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 bloop. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hold on. Usually, somebody come on and say something. So, I'm like, hey, y'all, hey, put this stuff down and let's dip. Get out. People chasing us. Now, mind you, this is on April Fool's. Mm-hmm. April Fool's. 
So now we running, we in the car, we dipping out. And there's an F-150 chasing us, undercover cop car, pull us over. These dudes is like, get out the car, we on the face down and all this whole time, all this big scene, cop cars chasing us and we ain't never had nothing because we aborted mission, left everything up in the store. I called my mom while having fun on a Friday night, April Fool's, I forgot which year this is. Like, oh, I'm in this situation and she like, boy, stop playing with me. Boy, stop playing. And I'm like, Ma, the cop is right here. I'm in handcuffs face down in the dirt. I'm going to need you to pay attention type. Well, I'm in L.A. I'm too far. So if he did the crime, you got to do the time. I look up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. So, yeah. yeah. Luckily, that stuff got settled on. Walked away clean. Because I got smart and I realized, I was like, hey, we didn't take nothing. Go back and look at the cameras and see what happened to all your stuff. And they seen it was in the store. Yeah, we'll go see earlier. They seen that it was in the store. So we was able to walk away scot free, though. So that was a blessing. I ain't even gonna lie. Because boy was in a high speed chase from the police. Didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story be careful who you go to get food with. Because I really wanted a Western cheeseburger, though. Remember the double westerns over Carl's Jr.? Oh, yeah. I see. That was my favorite burger. Okay. Name one of your favorite restaurants growing up. Fast foods. Because we used to hit them. Like, we had the signature, the western burger from Carl's Jr. The signature. Um, My favorite burger. My favorite restaurant or my favorite Fa- burger? Fast food restaurant. Let's do both. My favorite fast food restaurant growing up. I didn't get on Carl's until later. I can't even front. My favorite fast food restaurant growing up was probably Burger King. Burger King? I like the McDonald's fries, but I like the Burger King burgers. That put me on the Burger King. I ain't gonna lie, I used to be on the Big Macs tough. You were on the Big Macs. Big Macs tough. But I think I think I was only following the lead of my big sister though, see? And that's what happens growing up in a house full of girls. You get caught up on stuff like that. I probably didn't because when I met y'all, Burger King was lit. I remember to this day, Burger King is still better to me than any of the best, any of them. But that Big Macs at them time growing up, boy. Because mm-hmm. Burger King, I don't eat, I don't eat any of it anymore. Yeah, no, no. I don't eat any of it anymore. But but like Burger King, they came with the, they like char like it's char broil, and they really they really three, really, really, triple really, patty. really melt the cheese, bro. Especially if they throw some bacon on there. Man, the yeah, Burger King burger used to hit. And the then breakfast it, was good too. I was about saying that the breakfast was on Pizzoint. They started coming with the tacos too. They yeah, they to. was crushing the game. They had every it was a one stop shop over there. <laughs> the tacos never got better than Jack in the Box. Bro. Never, nobody ever. You will. shouldn't be getting tacos from a burger place. But Facts. all the burger places that have tacos, <laughs> ta- is, is Jack in the Box for sure. Jack in the Box for sure. What about you? Oh, you said yours. You said yours. Yeah, I was on the Big Macs growing up. What's your favorite, like, your favorite, like, sit-down restaurant? Growing like up, of, like, I had to, have, I know. Like, right now, right now. Right now, I'd have to say, um. <laughs> Texas Rose. <laughs> no, that was a stint. Hey, I fell, hey, I fell head, head over heels for Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll always run back home to, uh, to Macaroni Grill. Ever since prom, 
I can't leave that spot. When I walked up in there and ordered that calamari like that, boy, that changed my life. Yeah, 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 bro. Macaroni Grill is fire. Yours? Macaroni Grill is fire. Um, what was it? It's Elephant Bar? Elephant? Yeah, Elephant Bar and Grill. Yeah, Elephant uh-huh. Bar. I don't know if they still have it. I don't know if it still exists. Because I know the one that was in San Marcos had left a long time ago. Yeah. That place is fire. Yeah. I like Elephant Bar. And it's like, no matter how you go in there, you never feel over or underdressed. Yeah. I've been in there like suit, like shirt and tie, like slacks, dress shoes. I've been in there jeans with a button up with my sleeves rolled up with a with a. I actually have three. I can't lie. I like that one. I like uh, Olive Garden for the. You know what I mean. I like if I'm in the mood for pasta, then I'll go to a certain spot. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love Olive Garden. They like the portion size when you go in there, not when you order it. Because uh, I learned that the hard way. We go in there and then Buco de Beppo. That is a good spot. You get a lot of food in Buco de Beppo. Yes, that is a good spot. Open your eyes, gentlemen. Take your ladies out somewhere different. If you ain't been, Buco de Beppo. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I got a restaurant I can put you. I can put y'all on. Rustic Cocina. Rustic Cochina. I'm sorry. Cochina. Rustic Cochina. I did a um. I shot a. I shot an interview there. Um, it's called Frankie the Wine Man and I shot another one called Table for Four we shot them both on the same day mm. but it's an Italian restaurant in Hillcrest okay. fire bro yeah fire oh yeah I'm gonna need the link yes I got I'm you link. I sent you I sent you their Instagram and all of their stuff mm-hmm. super fire bro and matter of fact matter of fact um, I think we're gonna shoot another interview there and next time I go I'll bring you with me so you can be one of the cameramen oh. and we was in there got a free meal out of it got Ooh. free wine got free meal Oh, yeah, you know I might pull up on there this Saturday. Bomb. Yeah? Bomb. Like, sounds good. Yes. Yes. I really mess with Italian food, actually. That might be my favorite, like... It's always been my favorite. I think Italian might be my favorite. I, ah, lasagna is number... Food. Lasagna, I'll never go wrong. Never go wrong with lasagna. Mexican food is up there, though. And mom's meatloaf. Lordy. Boy. Boy, I didn't think I, I didn't like, I didn't think I like meatloaf that much. She could hook that up. She could hook that up. Man. Yeah. Who got a post cool? I think that was all I had, man. I think that was all I had, man. Oh, we didn't do a little bit of that presidential debate. Oh, yeah. You want to step into that a little bit? After watching that, these dudes is clowns, V. I can't believe, for one, as going into any formal debate competition head to head warrior gladiator you never want to get mixed up playing the opponent's game stay true to your formula always be on the attack this dude joe biden got sucked into playing trump's game name calling dissing doing this that and the third that is what his presidential campaign looks like on the one hand, I'm not mad at him because if he wouldn't have done any of it, he wouldn't have gotten a word in edgewise. He wouldn't have. Yeah, he. I mean, he wouldn't have. You could tell that by the, the little man sitting at the table trying to bring order. And he was trash. He got he he grew he grew some cojones towards the end. But I'm like, bro, if like, bro, if I'm the moderator, if I'm the moderator, I'm looking at it like, bro, I'm the ref. I could t- I could tee you up and throw you out of here if I'm, you're not gonna throw the president out of a debate. But I could be, I'm, I'm gonna be flexing like I like I will though. Yeah, for sure. Like, hey, stop, stop. We said two minutes. We said two minutes. I would I would just talk over him the whole time. I would yeah. let him talk. 
the whole time. Because he's not letting Joe Biden get the word out. Yeah. Like, no, that, 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 that. No, we're not listening. We're not listening. We're not listening. I, I like, bro. Like but I said, that's what I'm saying. That, that is what he wants, though. You see what I'm saying? And that is trash. You could tell his whole strategy was, I'm going to just go in here and bully and overpower and talk over him. Mm-hmm. You could tell that was his strategy. He had some points that he felt like would really sting him. So I'm going to hit you with your son. I'm going to hit you with like, oh, they... Because the stuff that he kept repeating is the stuff he had written down. Mm-hmm. He, they, they ate your lunch, Joe. China ate your lunch. And it was at uh, some point, uh, what was it? Because, uh, you know, Joe Biden was vice president, so he was number two, technically. It was at one point he was saying something. He was, he was trying to make points. He said, like, three points. He was like, number one, and da 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 Got off point number one. He was like, number two. <laughs> and then Trump was like, no, you're a number two, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth, I even said to my mom, I was like, oh, that was good. My mom looked at me like, nigga, don't say that good about hey. Trump. I was like, bro, that was, that was good. No, you're a number two, you're Joe. You're a number two, Joe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. This is all for the pettiness. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it, bro. I was watching it, like, bro, to the point where, like, Keish was, like, fresh off of work, trying to take a little cat nap real quick before she got up and, like, got to all the other stuff she had to do. She laying on the couch and she heard the stuff and, like, sat up and, like, was like, what? Yeah. Looked like a rat reality TV show. It didn't look like no presidential debate. Speaking of which, I'm trying to do a debate show, bro. I want to do mm. a debate show. Where you come up with the topics? Like, how? Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to base the topics around things that I see people are already kind of talking about. The people that are specifically going to be in that debate. Like, for example, like if I saw you and Steph was on, on, on Twitter, not even debating each other, but if I saw you were on Twitter saying that the Lakers are the best team of all time or that, that Shaq was the most dominant player of all time mm-hmm. and that... Joe is on Twitter saying that Serena Williams is the most dominant athlete of all time. Mm. I'm put y'all in a debate and have y'all debate why y'all think each of them is the most dominant, dominant. of all time. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. And and I'm a and like I said, I wanna I would sit each person down and be like, while the other person is talking, you can't cut them off, but write down the things that you're saying that you that that you think is mm-hmm. BS that you're gonna be like, no, that's BS, and I'm gonna tell you why. Like write it all down, and I'm gonna be the moderator, and I'm gonna make dope. sure everything every, make sure everything goes smoothly. That'd be dope. I, I want to do that really bad. And I've wanted to do a debate show ever since, I'm not going to lie. Um, pe- people can kind of see I've kind of like, kind of structured what I'm doing kind of off of what Joe Budden is doing. People people can pretty much see that. But but ever since he was on um, Everyday Struggle, I was like, I want to do a debate show. But I don't want to just do it to where it's like first take. I want to do it more like a presidential debate yeah. where y'all not going to just go back and forth and, and it's, it's kind of chaotic. Not that first take or undisputed or chaotic but I don't want to do it in that format yeah. I'd rather have a moderator and be like no you had your chance be quiet let him talk you know what I'm saying yeah. that that type of vibe okay. I really more, want to do that more formal mm-hmm. 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 and I, you know what and you know what I think he wouldn't be mad if I said it because I would say it to his face everybody know that I think that would make Steph a better debater if, if he did it in that format and while the other person that's talking, he's writing down oh, what he's going to say. Because sure. some, like, sometimes he just shoots from the hip. And he always knows what he's talking about, but his points don't really don't really stick because sometimes they don't really, they just don't really stick. Cool. 
I think if he had a chance to be like, you know what? Well, you did say. Because mm-hmm. some people, I, I can do it like, no, not that it's it's good or bad or somebody's better than, or, or worse than anybody, but I'm pretty good at doing that on the fly. Like, no, bro, you just said this, and this is why that's not true, and blah, 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 and, and still be able to come with the other points that I have without, sometimes I forget. Like, I was just like, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I get forgetful, but, like, in a debate, I don't know how, like, sometimes I'd be like, nah, this is what you just said, and this is why I feel like I'm pretty good at it, but not everybody is, and that's fine. That's fine. It's yeah. just, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, that's dope, though. Anywho, that was all I had, bro. That was, a, that was a good. One. Be good. That was a good. That, that's forty-five minutes right there. That was as much as I expected. I expected we go like f- between forty-five minutes and an hour. This, okay. first, this first episode with just the two of us. Yeah, you know I thought thirty minutes. So we cool. And I like it. You know what I mean? I think we did good. I like what we done. I like what we done. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I need. Some- I'm just rambling on. Don't mind me. No, let's be like that. We'll we get up out of here, man. Family Room Podcast. Episode 61. Sorry for the wait, but we back and we're going to try to keep it consistent for y'all. Sorry for the wait. I'm Mike Rome. Jesse Williams. And we up out of here. Peace.